Hello and welcome. You are now listening to The Junk and Jam Hour, a live talk radio broadcast only on Radio Free Brooklyn. And now for your on air host, Silly Clown, Christopher Albert. Hello there. Happy Monday. You are listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, the nonprofit community organization and freeform internet radio station streaming original content by New York City artists and broadcasters 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right here, guys, it is Radio Free Brooklyn's goal to empower and amplify the otherwise unheard voices within our communities. And guess what today? is our first day in a new studio so we are really excited about that that's right now on the junkie jam hour it is my objective to share and highlight the artistic and creative journeys behind the impressive projects and contributions of some of the most talented groundbreaking artists entrepreneurs and professionals of all kinds all of whom are dedicated to bringing joy to others so i am doing my best to bring joy to them my special guest today bronx native we love her uh after graduating from hbcu's morgan state university hey in baltimore with a degree in marketing she pursued a career in event planning which then inspired her to take those skills and apply it to her own branding of media and entertainment here's the tea y'all after a broken marriage and a divorce she was propelled to publish her very first book that was entitled or it still is it didn't go anywhere diving in stilettos first is a true account of her many successes and failures in her actual dating life since being divorced and it's only one out of many successful endeavors that exemplifies her everyday goal to celebrate and empower other women to value their true worth honor themselves in self-love and help them navigate and the oftentimes overwhelming because it can be the waters of dating and relationships which she does so marvelously as host and producer of a full roster of online media series including her view podcast now in its third season it offers its listeners and viewers with unique and enlightening relationship perspectives from a woman's standpoint, three black women, in fact, including a licensed social worker and veteran. Uh, she also hosts Dating Tip Tuesdays, where she gives her audience colorful opinions and answers to their most flaming relationship-related questions. She's the host of Ask Shawnee, featuring Chef Rashawn. Uh, she provides not just advice, but laughs on all things relationships, all the while cooking a delicious meal i couldn't do that i couldn't i don't even think i can touch my head and touch my tummy at the same time and guess what guys we're not done uh she's also the co-host of underdog podcast with grizz chapman of the emmy award-winning nbc comedy series 30 rock with her helming recent interviews with method man sherry shepherd and tina fey herself jealous i'm not she can do it all while also being a relationship columnist uh, for Pretty and Paid magazine, because that's what she is, she is an endless fountain of relationship expertise, not just on her blog, Tales of the Single Relationship Expert. She also lends her insights to countless other platforms, engaging in healthy conversations about love, life, dating, divorce, and self-awareness, all the while working 
on book number two. Y'all ain't ready. Please help me welcome writer and author of Diving in Stiletto's first memoirs of dating, Mr. Right Now, because who needs him after today? Writer of Tales of the Single Relationship Expert, producer and host extraordinaire, Miss Shante Lucinda Dunbar. Hey, girl. Hey, boo, hey. How are you? Welcome. Thank you for having me. That introduction, my goodness. I feel like I should just have you walk around with me and introduce me all the time. Oh, girl, you're gonna have, I'm going to have to be pretty and paid. I'm going <laughs> to... Yes. Listen, the I honor is all mine. This is such a pleasure. I always enjoy talking to you. Well, we'll see. We'll see after today how you feel. Oh, Lord. Um. Well, welcome. First of all, it is the first live show in the very new Radio Free Brooklyn studio, which makes you the very first live on-air guest. So shout out to you, Shantae. Yes, you never forget your first. You never forget. That's right. That's right. Oh, I remember my first man. Her name what? was. Can we say her name? Is that is that loud? I'll just say her mother named her after a vehicle. Okay, so a fancy one, an expensive one, um, but she was cheap. Okay, it is also. <laughs> I love making you laugh. It is also Black History Month, Shantae. 28 days of celebrating, commemorating, and wondering why the fuck y'all only gave the occasion 28 days, right? Okay, that part. Uh, February 1st, uh, 1865. Since then, it's also Freedom Day. That is when Abraham Lincoln, uh, the nation's president at the time, signed a joint resolution that proposed the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution. Of course, the amendment was made to outlaw slavery. Uh, many people in the United States reflect on and remember the importance of freedom on National Freedom Day. But you know what, Shantae? We're not doing today because there shouldn't have been a need for the day to begin with, right? Okay, that part. That. Yeah. <laughs> the savagery. Don't celebrate that day. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, the pillaging and raping of the lives and lands of the native brown and black people for what? A fucking cup of coffee, some sugar to put in that coffee, and some gold. Okay. Exactly. Which is stupid, right? Because no one wears a gold door knocker like a sister. Hey. Okay, that part. You better know it. <laughs> uh, jewelry and coffee. People, man. Anyway. Agreed. <laughs> we've we've gotten a little more civilized since then, yeah? I mean, if you can call it that. <laughs> Baby steps, right? For like sometimes. Really, uh, right? Baby steps. Behind, but uh, I guess work in progress right? we are all a work in process so Shantae you published yes. your very first book in 2017 titled Diving in Stilettos Memoirs of Dating Mr. Right Now um, just the overarching theme there Diving in Stilettos picks up where your marriage left off yes. you know you were single again in New York City in your 30s in my 30s Yikes. During the new age of online dating and social media, which online dating apps were your favorite? Oh my! Goodness. Or are your favorite? Right? None. <laughs> None. Uh, <laughs> no, but if I have to, choose, no comment. I think, um, I think Bumble's pretty cool because I'm I'm here for the shooting your shot. I think um, oh. now you know we are uh, even bolder and more confident than ever before, and so I think Bumble encourages that. I also think uh, okay. it's another great platform. 
But um, I would stay away from like, you know, the plenty of fish and uh, okay, Cupid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Any particular reason why? Oh, uh, you know, the, the fish are different. You so, know, so depends on the, caliber. the fish are different. Everybody, you know. Have you ever been catfished? Like what they like. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have. <laughs> you let them tell it. A picture from themselves in uh, 1999 versus uh, 2000 anything. Yeah. Like, it's still me. I was like, is it though? Is it though? Yeah. So, so, you know... You were vulnerable. You put all of your successes and failures in a book. Um, yeah. in, in, you know, in your dating life. Now you're still single at the moment, right? I am. So we'll call it mostly failures. Um, yeah. <laughs> I kid. I'm dating myself. Does that count for anything? Yes. I like so. You know, you've got, you've got a lot going on. So it's been 10 years now. It's gonna, it's 10 years this year, right? Since you've been divorced. Yes. I can't even believe that. Wow. Yeah. Look at me having an anniversary, huh? Who says you can't have an anniversary? Who says you can't? <laughs> um, well, first of all, we automatically assume, and, and I say this because I was joking, because we assume, you know, if, if it doesn't work, we failed. But do you even consider your divorce as a failure? I don't, actually. Um, just because it didn't work out to the extent of what I thought it should work out to doesn't mean it wasn't a successful relationship, right? It did what it needed to do because had I not gone through it, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So if I were to stay in that situation, then yes, who right. knows what I would have become. So it, it was successful because you, I'm, I'm out here doing my thing. Right. You wouldn't be who you are today. I mean, and, and that's the thing we forget sometimes, right? Is yes. regardless of what happens in life, um, we who knows the different choices we would have made hadn't been for those obstacles or even those choices. Exactly. Those very hard exactly. choices. Very hard choices that you know you learn the lessons and you just become a stronger person for it. And you know me telling my story, I was able to help a lot of women who were in similar situations, thinking they were the only one. And you know my goal is always to have people get new perspective and laugh at themselves. So yeah, you laugh well, at yourself. It's you always easy to laugh yourself. when it's ten years later, Shantae. <laughs> I'm cracking up. My belly still hurts. Um, <laughs> full of joy. So you know what you you said something very interesting, right? Because breakups in any form of relationship right friendship familial you know yeah. work situations obviously a lot of people broke up with their work this year past year sure did. it's yeah. it's a lonely place it can be isolating so i guess it is important to let others know listen you aren't alone no but i want to ask alone and I encourage people to take the opportunity to enjoy their single season and learn more about themselves, right? Just because you're alone doesn't mean you have to be lonely, right? Right. Tons of things to, you know, fill your time and discover those passions that you put aside because you were trying to cater to someone else. Or, you know, you have to be able to enjoy your own company because if you don't, who's going to want to enjoy it with you, you know? That's right. Um, is there anything in hindsight you would have changed or done differently looking back? Would I have changed anything? Um, honestly, I, I can't say that I would. Right. 
because okay. if I did change anything, I don't know if I would have a book. Or exactly. I don't know if I would have podcasts and shows and be coming out of my shell with acting and doing skits and stuff. So, um, yeah, you always think of like, I could have done that a lot better. That's Maybe right. I been more graceful when I walked out the door. I don't know. <laughs> That's but right. it happened the way it was supposed to and I can't worry about the shit I could have would have I'm worried about you know my present right now being in the moment and you know looking forward to my bright future right alright we like that let's celebrate the future what makes then I mean it's great that you have nothing to go back and change because that is your perspective whether you chose to whether that was a, a purposeful choice or who knows you involved into that, right? What makes right. people tether themselves, whether it's marriage, relationships, otherwise, to something that they know for sure isn't working? Because there are some like insecurities. They're always worried about what other people may say or ah. how they may look to others. And, you know, the reality of it is the only person's opinion, you know, that matters about you is you. Yes. So, you know, why am I making myself miserable for people who, ha- who don't have to live my day to day? Right. So I'm making other people happy thinking that I'm in something great, pretending and it's draining and I'm not happy. Like, it's just foolish. So I'm like, going to I'm going to throw a wrench in this situation for you. OK, go. What if you had children? Mm. Would that have made a difference? Because I feel like that's one of the things that stops people and women in particular from getting out of a situation and pets believe it or not (laughs) (laughs) i think i think um a lot of people do stay for the children what i have stayed for the children um (laughs) you would have left you would have left for the children i would have left for the children because i can't get from an empty cup so me helping me is going to help my children and that's not healthy for them to see you know mommy miserable and daddy miserable yeah. and nobody's working toward making anything better. Like you people forget that like just because you're in a two parent home doesn't mean it's a great home. Right. You know, like kids see everything. So you have to make sure you're providing that like yeah. positive, you know, right. warm space for them. And let's be um, let's be real. Most of us were always putting on a happy face in public, right? It's only until always. the the teacher calls and said, um, Shantae, your daughter just drew you with upside down eyelashes. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Is everything okay at home? <laughs> no, she, she drew the picture of the family, but everyone's wearing black. <laughs> everyone's wearing black. Is that a thing? <laughs> and you're missing a shoe. What? <laughs> okay. Fashion forward, mind your business. Fashion forward. <laughs> now, of course... We we just talked about, uh, you know, hindsight. You know what? Let's skip that. Before we go any further, can you remind us all, Shantae, how you earned the moniker of relationship expert? Because oh, I know lots of people and they say they are one too, but I never believe them. about the experiences that I've gone through. Now, when I talk about relationships, people always usually think immediately romantic relationships. Right. right. So they're like, right. are you in a relationship? Are you married? How do you give relationship advice? Well, 
have relationships <laughs> with my friends, my family, my coworkers, and I also know how to foster them and maintain good ones and know how to surround myself with good people and know how to get rid of the bad ones. You know, so I'm not sitting around telling people what they need to do, right? What you need to do is nobody wants to hear that, right? right. Defensive, nobody wants to talk about that. But what I do do is offer perspective, right? So maybe it's taking a good look at yourself. Maybe it's a little self-reflection. Right. Maybe it's looking around at your environment, but it's just offering something for you to see another view and to get a better understanding because that's what it's about, right? Learning and understanding so that you can become the best version of yourself. So that's what I offer. I'm not sitting around talking about, oh, I'm a marriage counselor. I'm going to fix your marriage. No, I don't know. That's not, that's not what we <laughs> If that's what you signed up for. Again, yeah. You know, so yeah. people have to be open-minded when you're closed-minded about certain things like you're, you're going to stay stuck. So lighten up, people. Lighten up. <laughs> open up a little bit. Open we up. don't know everything, especially not on okay. our own, right? Exactly. And I definitely know how to say, like, that's uh, beyond my uh, <laughs> expertise. You might want to contact this person for that. So, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't step so, outside where I'm uncomfortable in, in when it comes to helping other people in that way. I don't want to damage anything, you know? <laughs> so, so then let's talk specifically, because you are, one of the things you host, Dating Tips Tuesday... And she's not talking about your nails, ladies. So, even though you could be dating, you could be in a relationship with your nails, right? It looks like some women are. Now, (laughs) people are very dedicated. Okay, they have very strong relationships with their nail technician and their, um, you know, hair salon. There is feats of snow outside right now, and I'm pretty sure some women are like, you know what? I'm gonna get my nails done today if they're open. Perfect time. Nobody's in there. It's empty. That's right. (laughs) gonna go it's gonna be quick um you give what type you know you give relationship advice to who and how (laughs) i mean i I know it's over social media who who all over there who who all over there (laughs) who's that behind you Well, usually people contact me through email Uh and, um, you know, they'll ask their questions. Uh, I will always, you know, offer a free answer to the first question. Um, Oh, that's right. (laughs) You get a free trial. Yeah, like, you know, to see if this is for you, right? Because everybody learns different. And for my style of teaching, you have to, you know, want to have a good time. You want to have to laugh. You know, of course, we have our serious moments, but, you know, you want to feel good at the end of the conversation. I don't want you to feel like crap. Right. So, right. Um, but, you know, every like I said, everybody's style of teaching is different. So you have to determine how well you want to receive the information. Right. What works for you. So, so wait, are these do you know, these end up as prospective clients for you? Do you have like a whole plan set out for them of whatever recovery, therapization or yes. tips and tricks? I love that. Yes, I do. The book included. <laughs> Sign copy. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> if they, like if they're looking to like get over a breakup fast, I, I can give them some tips on how to do that. You know, if they're trying to see if, you know, the love is still there and maybe they wanted to take a break or whatever, we'll go through the process of, you know, asking the right questions to see if it's even worth, yeah. you know, pursuing. But, you know, in, in, in no way, shape, or form is it a therapy session because, you know, I, I have things to do. I didn't. It might not I be a therapy. Right. <laughs> it, right. 
But it is part of the therapy. It is definitely it's part the of whole, the whole, you know, it's part of it. It's it's it just works hand in hand with everything, right? Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm like an assistant to the therapist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you shouldn't just come directly. To, I'm I'm not Iyala Van Zant. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, Iyala Van Zant is not Iyala Van Zant anymore. Let's be real. <laughs> we all bought her first books, right? We all wrote in those things, but now it's like, it all right. Move on, Iyanla. We did the self-healing. We did. We love but you. Now she's yelling at people. Right? Like, the way she teaches herself, she's, you know, could be considered a little rough to some. And to yeah. some, she's exactly what they need, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and and I think that's what you just said earlier. Because one of the things I think about is like, oh, I don't need, I don't need somebody in my business. Who all over there? <laughs> but when you do have an open mind, you can keep it open. You know what? What could it hurt? Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I can learn at the most, and you will, is learn something new about myself. And, and, and that's part of having, uh, having a healthy relationship is, as you say, is w- having one with yourself as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the most important relationship. Because if you don't know yourself and you don't know who you are, how can you like really give somebody the best version of yourself if you, mm. you don't know who that is? That's not fair to you or them. Right. You know what? And and you let's we're gonna get down to some meat over here. Yes. So so we talked about hindsight a little bit, and 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 and, and obviously foresight isn't something <laughs> that's always afforded to us. You know, sometimes we have to learn the hard way. Girl, he's really not into you. He wants to be in you, but he's not into you. <laughs> So, right. right off the top of your head, Shante, what are some of the dating red flags that men and women should pay attention to, especially when they're getting to know someone? What's some oh. of the main ones? Well, some of the main, it depends on what your triggers are. Oh. Right? Because a red flag might be different for, for everybody. Ah, you know, that's right. Someone, someone who, um, you know, choose weird. She's weird. Oh, you that like that sort of thing? Yeah. To you, yeah, that could be an indication to you, like, oh no, they don't have good hygiene. Maybe they don't take care of their dental work properly, and he's chewing funny, and he doesn't take care of himself. He's not healthy. Like you could go down a rabbit hole just because that one person in your life only chewed on their right side. <laughs> because they let because they let the left side get all busted, and then they yeah, can't chew on that. Yeah, so I love like, that. Oh no, they're like them. And so you have to, you know, figure out what your triggers are, That's right? Hilarious. Acknowledge what they are. Speak them to the person, right? Say them out loud so the person is aware. Because some people don't know that you have a thing with like hygiene or whatever. Like people don't know that. They're learning you, right? So you have to be able to voice these things and then you have to decide what action you're going to take, and, right? And, 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 and say, well, this is big. I can't deal with this. I'm walking away. Or are you saying, okay, yes. well, this is not a big deal. I can, I can handle it. This yes. Is okay. And, and obviously this person does, doesn't have people in, in their life who love them enough to tell them the truth. And exactly. sometimes the things that we don't say are just as hurtful as the things we do say to one another. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I say you have to acknowledge them and seek them aloud so that the person knows like, okay, cause everybody's not a mind reader. Not yes. that I, I don't know any mind readers, so, so you can't get upset when people just don't don't get it. Yeah, you never said anything. You know, yeah. you sure was. 
Sure. So, so let, let's rush this up a little bit. They're dating. They're happy. It's been five, seven years. They're in a relationship or they're married. What kinds of things might our mates do or say that might set off some alarms? Oh boy! Again, that that depends, right? When you start, when you upset with someone and you start arguing, with you never do this. You always do that. Oh, right? that happens. We've had to say it. no. You can't use the word always anymore. We had to get rid of it. Right, right, because you're you're now you're attacking, right? I always tell people that they should learn their argument style, right? It's super important. Because mm-hmm. if you're dealing with an attacker, instead of getting your point across, sometimes you become the defender, right? And you don't, you're not able to voice your opinion on the topic. Now you're just defending yourself. That's not true. I don't always do that. That's not true. I, I, I never, no, that's not true, right? Instead of just saying, well, listen, you know, I. Why do you feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't wash the dishes because this, this, and this. Versus, you never do it. You're <laughs> <laughs> so messy. What is wrong? Like you know. So again, it's it's effective communication. Yeah. Right. You have to listen for, understand it, and then you and your partner figure out the solution. You know, there's a lot of people who want to harbor on the problem all the time. There's people out there like all day they want to harbor on the problem. But where does that get you? Like, we can't move forward unless we get a solution. So why not do some tactics that'll help us get there faster? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. So you know what, Shantae? Everything yeah, is it, so amazing, by the way. And, and we could find out all about Shantae. We're going to give out all your links. Uh <laughs> Give it all to them. Give, give, it, give, it, give it to them all. Uh, <laughs> let's take a little break. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna tune this music up. You you hang tight. Now, for those of you listening to us here at Radio Free Brooklyn, and you also live in New York City and run for either fun or exercise or both, here's a way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering, not today, but any other day. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City, of course, takes pride in its diversity and character of its neighborhoods. And these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of a neighborhood and you can get personal recommendations from a guide. So you can choose from tours of 23 different neighborhoods, including the East Village, the Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City and Roosevelt Island. All of this, of course, while you're getting in, you know, a good jog. Um, And of course, they span the boroughs, uh, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens. For more information about the running tours and to see the list of neighborhoods and full tour schedule, check out their website at www.cityrunningtours.com slash New York City. And check out a live tour every Saturday at 10 a.m. on Instagram. That is Instagram.com slash city running tours. Okay, that's our spiel. Welcome back, Shantae. It, it does oh sound God. amazing, right? I was, I was dancing a little bit. You were dancing yes. a little bit. You're a runner. You're, you're a runner. You're a biker. I'm a biker. You are a biker. I take pride in my bike riding, which I miss so much. Ugh. Ah, and it's blizzard today. I know. You know what? You, why don't you take your bike out next week? Just wear three pants. <laughs> P- 
put on your Mandalorian mask. The blood flowing, and I can come up with something like really amazing if I try it. So you know what? We'll see. If I can get it to be at least like 50 degrees, I'm out there. Right. But now exercise is also part of self-love, yeah? Oh, absolutely. Self-care. Self-care. All right, guys. It's not selfish. You heard it here, guys. If you need some (laughs) self-care, log on to divingastillosfirst.com. Get yourself that book. Stop crying. And go and take an exercise. Cityrunningtours.com. Okay, so... That's good. <laughs> right? You want some laughs? <laughs> go to junkandjam.com. You want to hear some new music and, 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 and hear some fabulous, awesome broadcasts from local DJs right here in Brooklyn. Go to radiofreebrooklyn.com. Yeah. Why not throw that out there? <laughs> so, Shantae, <laughs> you have taken this book. You've adapted it into a short film. Um, you, uh, Diving is Still Out is for a short film. Uh, you work with Five Shorts. The Five Shorts Project, by the way, is a black-owned, woman-owned, and operated film and video production company founded by award-winning producer, uh, Philadelphia indie filmmaker, Shamika Sawyer. Hey, Shamika. Um, the project's film mentorship program has helped aspiring filmmakers make films since 2014 and the mentees, and that's you, Shantae, you learn how to write, direct, and produce their first short film. Let's start here. What is the short film about? So the short film is based on my book. It kind of gives you some more detail of the beginning stages of Shawnee walking out the door and her learning to find herself again. Yes. She, um, you know, was wrapped up in her relationship for a very long time. And now she's learning what she likes from the curtains to the couch to running to, you know, picking out a new apartment. She's learning it all. And she's got her friends and her uh, amazing co-worker who's helping her all uh, heal and just be the best version of herself so she could go out there and, you know, Discover love again. I love that. Why this? Now, it's obviously an excerpt from the book of the same name. Yes. Why this particular? Why did you want to tell this particular part of it? Um, Honestly, I didn't. Okay. uh, (laughs) Some collaboration that happens. Yeah, I... um, when I started with five shorts and I gave them like, you know, pretty much my book synopsis and I had the idea of, I want to make a trailer. This is going to be action back for like 10 minutes. Of just- <laughs> <laughs> 10 <laughs> minutes of me putting on shoes. I love it. Yeah. Like, wow, wow, wow. Hitting you all the, you know, the good stuff. And uh, Shamika said to me, I want a little bit more of the background. Yeah. People want to know why Shawnee's moving the way she is. And I was like, for real? because uh, <laughs> I don't even if you read the book like I dive into it a little bit but I don't go into real detail and so the short film was an opportunity to get a little bit more detail yeah. on that actual process for her and so um, I started uh, with a short story and then you know I put some dialogue to it and before I knew it um, I had a script and I was laughing while I was writing it as you, sh- and, I love that. Yeah, 
Yeah, it just felt really good. And then I picked amazing cast members. Hey. <clears throat> I'm one of them, and- by the way. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. And yeah, and they just brought their wonderful personalities that I knew they would. And they brought my baby to life. And I'm just so grateful for all of you. You know, they did a great job. So, so how did you then, going backwards a little, how did you connect with Five Shorts? What made you say, I'm, I'm, your, so your first idea was, I just want to do a trailer, something for the book, or something short. Right. It, it wasn't a narrative, so to speak. It wasn't a story to be told. It was just something no. fun, a promo. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at it. Um, how did you find Five Shorts? Mine, yeah, a friend of mine, her name is Atia. She hit me up and she was like, Five Shorts is doing their next season and, and you should like submit your book, right? Because she's been telling me forever, like, it needs to be a movie, it needs to be a movie. And I was like, well, all right, I'll, I'll submit it. And I was like, well, they're in Philly. Like, how is that going to work? But, you know, <laughs> planes? <laughs> what are cars? I'm entitled to miracles. Let's go. And so um, I applied online and then let's spend like a few weeks. Um, I got the email that I was accepted into the season. Yes. And um, I think it was maybe 11 or 12 other students. And Shamika, just every other week, she takes us through the process each step by step of, you know, how to create this film. And then I was really lucky because I live in New York and I, I think everyone else is based in Philly or South Jersey. Um and I was like, she said that she would help us like find our production team. If we w- didn't want to use five shorts, we could use someone else. Um, but I, you know, you know me, I'm I'm very loyal. So if you're good to me, I, I'll, I'll stick with you. You know, and, and also it's also a testament. You you've already started the work. Yes. You lose time. You instead of trusting your instincts, right? You lose yes. time by stopping to start where somewhere else again. <laughs> Exactly. So, Just see it to um, fruition. Um, You're, you, you've obviously felt safe. You felt comfortable. You felt like this is with who I want to work broke, with. Don't fix it, right? Yeah. yeah. And so she said to me, she was like, you know what? We'll come to New York and we'll film it. And I was like, what? What? I was so excited. <laughs> I knew that she would teach me more, like, on the set. Because so, I, I, you know, I... Direct, yes, that's right. Not a movie. I direct my skits. I direct my TikTok. You know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which we'll talk but, about. But yes. Just a great opportunity to learn time. something new. Yeah, and and something valuable that I can mm. use again and share with other people. You know, share things that I've learned about cameras and shot lists and you know all that good stuff. Love and, it. Um, I, ha- I had a blast. She made it so much fun. Her and her team were just fantastic. And they know that you're a rookie and they don't make you feel like one. Yes. You I know? like that. So, That's yeah, great. It was, it was a great feeling. So All I enjoyed right. it. Yeah, five mm-hmm. shorts. I I, I I already hit up Shamika. We'll be talking to Shamika another time. But right now it's about you, Shawnee. Yes. So <laughs> one of your goals, Shantae. <laughs> Uh, collaborating, you know, with others, you know, other media influences and 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 other lifestyle experts and and other producers to create online content and even events yeah. that specifically empower women. 
Yeah. How did this particular collaboration, we know how it affected you artistically, right? And and and, yeah. um, and just broaden your eyes to learn maybe new technical things that you can now use. You, you put, you know, you put new tools in your toolbox, so to speak. Yes. Mm-hmm. But how did this particular collaboration reinforce that goal of empowering other women? Well, one, because Shamika owns the whole production, um, that was empowering itself. And then um, me being a woman director, yes. a black woman director, um, it just, it was so empowering. And then I was making, I was very particular about the cast that I picked, right? I wanted black men, Latin men, Latin women, black women. Like I wanted people of color throughout this entire production. And um, everyone just was. And they were in front and behind. The talent. (laughs) I knew everyone was talented, but to see everyone in action and just bringing their A game, going above and beyond, uh, is is a real humbling experience, and uh, I, I want to create more of that. Right. You know, so, so I, I invited input. You know, yeah. people to feel like they were heard. You know. Yeah. So, so two things, obviously, empowering could be a little vague, but yeah. it's it's really just about <clears throat> making sure other people know. That if they need it, they are supported, and they exactly. can be inspired by each other, and and that empowerment, I guess, empowering other women. You you mm-hmm. can't do it with just women. You have to do it with men as well. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I like it's that. A, it's a village. It's uh, takes a village. Who is that over there? Who are who that all all y'all over there? Who all over there? Who all over there? Come come here and get some of this. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> This is not the time, Christopher. Okay, so <laughs> when we're off air, I, I don't want anyone calling to complain. So, yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to put on my sound on Jesse Raphael voice now. <laughs> you push up your glasses? <laughs> um, I've, listen, my glasses have been on this whole time. I can't see anything. So, Shantae. <laughs> He's off script. I'm. We're off. We're off script. Where are we? I don't even know how I got in here. I don't know. I don't know. New, new studio. Who this? <laughs> I love it. <sighs> I love it. Who needs the comedy stage anymore? When you, oh, we just need to replicate you, Shantae. Oh my goodness. You are a great audience. So, <laughs> Lenin, I want to do this. So, Lenin.org. Um. Uh, just about a site dedicated and and resource dedicated to and again empowering women according to leanin.org uh this is what they're about they say women can accomplish amazing things when they support each other when a woman helps another woman they both benefit right when women celebrate every woman is a circle of women (laughs) circle of women when women celebrate one another's accomplishments they're all lifted up. Together, women can do more, go further, and of course, change the world. Now, that sounds great, right? Sounds great. But black woman specifically, that's you. Someone, somebody. Mm-hmm. Live in this extreme intersection of racism, sexism, and let's throw in colorism while we're at it. Yes. 
Okay. Not so just colorism's in there. Right. We're gonna throw colorism because you're not just discriminated for being black and for being a woman, but also a certain shade. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. You know, when I think about it, I think, you know, Faith Evans and Mariah Carey had way different experiences than Mary J. Blige and Whitney Houston. I'm sure. And not that that there's anything wrong with that. And not that any of them were, obviously, they were all hurt <laughs> in their yeah. lifetimes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but the story of black women, um, according to org, has always been one about resilience. It's always been getting through despite all of these challenges. Did you ever mm-hmm. feel like your black girl magic was a threat to others or or, or, or have you ever felt unsafe? Um, I'm not going to say I felt unsafe because um, that for me would have been that that's a little extreme for me. Yeah. Um, but I can definitely say that I know my black girl magic has made many people uncomfortable um, by the behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, so luckily, that's when we when we what we call the microaggressions. Yeah. Yes, microaggressions, and so um, it just shows me that I, I am grateful that I did go to a HBCU because it instilled. Um, just such a confidence and such a security in who I am Yes. Uh, as a black woman that when I enter these non-black rooms or maybe uh, not so friendly to women rooms <laughs> right and that as well right, right. specifically um, I know who I am and I know my value I know my worth and so I don't allow anyone to um, disrespect me but she will not there are many times when, you know, the conversations have been very uncomfortable because I call people out. And if you, know? you do, then you're labeled a, a, an difficult. angry black bitch. <laughs> or <Right>. difficult. Yeah, for lack of a better phrase, yeah. <laughs> but um, I wear it as a grain of salt because I'm standing up for myself. And if I don't stand up for myself, who will? Who will? Mm-hmm. You know, so... You teach people how to treat you. So do you find yourself purposefully choosing to be in and around and, and occupying Black-only spaces or no? No, no. I mean, I, I, you, all your, your skin folk are not your kin folk. Also, Ooh. Right? <laughs> That's right. She okay. said it. So, you know, it's about just being, I mean, I am way more comfortable. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I see my sisters around or you spot that one sister in the corner, you're like, I see you, girl. But we can't we can't <laughs> assume she's going to have your back. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it's more just being secure on who you are. And it's not so much. A, are they going to like me? Is this, Am I going to like them? Let's 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 scale this down a little bit. Do you think because for, hello, you now have a fellow HBCU alumna in the Winehouse. Hi. <laughs> Do you think it's going to take more women, regardless of their color, by the way? We love all women of all mm-hmm. colors, of all shades, of all nationalities, of all cultures. Um, but sorry, guys, we love women more than you. So do you think... <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, I'm gay. Do you think... <laughs> do you think it's going to take more women regardless? Again, just women. 
to run this whole operation we've got going on here to finally help eradicate this silly little thing we practice called discrimination because discrimination comes in all forms. It does. Specifically gender, right? Yeah, it does. But, you know, that's when it's standing up and using our voice for, you know, all women and not when it's convenient. Ooh. By the way, shout out, we just moved into the new studio. Shout out to Tom, Tom, our studio founder, co-founder of Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, and and hey. for you guys listening, it's not Tom from MySpace, but he's Tom from Radio Free Brooklyn. But he brought <laughs> up something earlier. The word he used was expedient, right? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it can't just be about when I'm useful for you or when the narrative is useful for you. It has to be through and through. We support each other. We get each other. We don't get through this alone. Let's just do it. We don't need an excuse. Yes, Yes, exactly. You do it because it's it's the right thing to do, not because it's going to benefit you, you know, in the long, you're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Right. So, So, you know, it's been an overwhelming few years, if not a year. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a few years. Oh, my God. <sighs> you know what? I'm going to skip that question. I want to talk. <laughs> Let's just... You know what? I am going to ask this. Go. Let's punctuate this this section of our interview with this. Has this... And, and not to mention, right, the terrorizing... <laughs> centuries upon centuries of our shared ancestors terror you know being terrorized has this particular moment in time taught you or made you feel or think any differently about your blackness what it did was secure for me that i have every single thing that i need to be successful yeah my success whether i make it or don't depends on me and so um, that's what I mean when I say, like, it's always important to try to be your best self and be the best version of yourself because you deserve that. You right? deserve that. You are deserving. You are here. You are you worth it. it. And you, you can choose it. that. Exactly. Yeah. And so when you believe that, you start attracting people who think the same way. Yes. Yeah. And then you all come up together. They say it's lonely at the top, but not if you are with the right people. Right. <laughs> that foundation early. You yeah. Start kicking people off talking about people who inspire you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You gotta inspire each other. Yeah. You know. So people that hold you accountable too. Exactly. In a good way. Exactly. Because I've had moments throughout the crawled <laughs> in the bed and I was like, I'm not getting out the bed today. And I, I don't care. So let's do this because you are host, co-host of Her View every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Y'all. You well, offer relationship advice. What was that? <laughs> We've moved her view oh. podcast to Monday. <laughs> oh, we have to start this interview all over again. Tune in <laughs> next Monday. He's off script. <laughs> I'm off script, y'all. <laughs> Somebody get him. <laughs> Somebody get him up. <laughs> sorry. I am so sorry. Mondays. Yeah, now Monday, 7 p.m. EST. Yeah, um, so it does it. YouTube and, yeah. and um, Facebook if you want to see it live. Uh, if you want to just actually hear the podcast, you can listen to that on audio. That's right. Her view, yeah. relationship advice with two other women, by the way. Hey, Adrian and Ernie. You all, hey. 
you all spend time now obviously this is from a woman's perspective i know sometimes you invite men as you did recently um all about relationships the in and outs the ups and downs the fun the good times too and and, and, and it's not always seriousness right no no we like to laugh we tell scenarios we like to solve people's problems yeah (laughs) but you spend all this time helping other women and men of course articulate navigate through their relationship challenges but you also rely on one another do you also rely on one another actually for your own personal guidance do you ever say hey sis off air yeah <laughs> i need you do you do the whole do you do the whole car ride home the whole uh waiting to exhale scene you, you my sister girl i need you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know you see i know you see angela bassett saying you my sister girl I didn't picture that. <laughs> Whispering in Loretta Devine's ear, you're my sister girl. She says it to everybody in the car, you're my sister girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I can say, like, it is good to have people who, you know, you can share things with and it's a judge-free zone. Right. And, you know, you can speak freely and comfortably and no one gets, like, offended. So that's always like a, a great thing to have. I always say, check your tribe. It's, check your tribe. Check your tribe. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Shantae, you were just. You know who's your friend and who's, you know, an associate. Sometimes we use the term friend very lightly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So be mindful of that as well. But, yeah. so, so Mondays, her view, Tuesdays, um, dating tips, Tuesdays. You have Ash Shawnee featuring Chef Rashawn. Every Thursday. Every Thursday, you give insights and good laughs. You know, you have good times, relationships while cooking a delicious meal. Love that. You also co-host. Delicious vegetarian, a vegan meal is healthier. It is healthier. Also part of a healthy relationship with yourself and others. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) You also co-host. You're also co-host of Underdog Podcast with Grizz Chapman, y'all, of the Emmy Award-winning NBC comedy series, which we all love. I've seen every single episode. 30 yeah. Rock, uh, your recent interviews, just to name a few, Method Man, Sherry Shepard, Tina Fey. I can't believe it. Um, I can't believe that one. First of all, thank you, Shantae, for narrowing down my path. I'm now only two degrees away from Miss Tina Fey. Thank you for that. <laughs> it's because of you. Two degrees. I listen, I do what I can. You okay? do what you can for the people. <laughs> You are a writer. You 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 yes. you, you asked Tina specifically, Miss Fay, M- Mrs. Fay. I mean, she's married, but she can't. So you asked her about you know what it was like being a female writer. You know, putting your yes. work into existence. She said something about making sure that what you do is made with care. Yes. Um. How? First of all, just not. Just putting aside the experience alone of just being in the same environment, same space with Tina Fey, but <laughs> how important was it for you to get feedback and just getting some insight from this particular person on a female writer? I needed to know um, the behind the scenes, right? Because everybody 
um, like the glory, but some people don't want to hear the story or ah. want to know the story. And uh, Tina Fey was so nice and just transparent. Gracious. Like, yeah. You know, she said she tried out for a lot of things and she never got booked for anything. So she created it. Yes. And she starred in things. And that alone was just so inspiring because, you know, I sit here and I write and I create. And you must. I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I want to. Do I want to uh, be an Do I want to stay behind the scenes? I know. And, you know yeah. Like, do both. Do both. Keep doing it. You can do it. Keep doing it. Because if she says, just keep doing the work, put in the effort and make sure, like you were saying before, like, you know, the, the quality is up there and it's authentic because people gravitate toward that yeah and so um that's what i believe and i i I knew like i I had to keep going and i knew that i you know i've always been very consistent but now it's like it's even more so because i'm like you have no excuse this is not somebody off the street telling you to keep going yeah (laughs) there is a light at the end of the tunnel like this is real stuff like if you don't see it create it and people are not kidding like just do that yes i I also love your your interview with uh sherry shepherd also on 30 rock she was also on 30 rock she was the wife of so funny um one of the things that stuck out to me about that particular interview um, just other than her just being, again, also so free and giving of herself, uh-huh, yes. um, gracious with her time and her insights. Mm-hmm. She said something that really stood out. There is something you do that only you can do that can change somebody's life. What yep. you bring is special. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There are tons of people who can say something similar, maybe act similar, whatever, but you have that spark and you have a special element about you. What's for you is for you and no one can take that away from you. Only yourself. If you step on your own toes. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think that a lot of times people forget that, right? Because yeah. sometimes you'll see the other person, well, how come this person got this? How come I know myself better than that? How come they got things? But it's just, that was for them. That was for them. And what's for you is for you. And who knows what's in store for you. It could be way better. So it's like, enjoy your journey and appreciate, you know, what you go through because what is coming is going to be so abundant and so amazing. You're going to look back and be like, wow. Yes. I love that. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. know. Oh my God. This hour goes by so fast. It does. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, Shante. So, first of all, Shante, yeah. thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, we are gonna get your information to everyone to learn more about Shante Dunbar. You can find everything at uh, divinginstilettosfirst.com. You're on Instagram okay. at uh, diving underscore in underscore stilettos underscore first. Yeah. You're on Twitter, dive. Yes. Dive in the N, that's an one. N, stilettos one. Um, we need to fix all that, girl. It all needs to be the same. Shante, you can find Shante Dunbar on Facebook. She's also on TikTok at Shante Dunbar, S H A U N T A Y D U N B A R. I love that. She's now a viral TikToker. Guys, for everything <laughs> about us here at Radio Free Brooklyn, you can find out more information at Radio Free 
brooklyn.com. By the way, if you are a shopper, it's very easy. You can register Radio Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support. Uh, Amazon.com slash smile. You just register RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Uh, a a pers- percentage of those sales will go to RFB. It costs you nothing, right? You still get what you want. No donations too big or small. Thank you, guys. We we truly appreciate it. We're so grateful to have this opportunity and to share your story um, as well, Shanta. Oh, and by the way, for everything I do, you can go to JungleJam.com. Okay, JungleJam, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Um, what's the story about how did this, we only have like two minutes, uh, real quickly, what's with the Alice and Olivia green pumps? <laughs> it's in your book cover. It's your shoes. You now have like statuettes of it in your home. <laughs> yeah, that green shoe. What's with the green stiletto? It is something super powerful about the color green. It's of the earth. It's a rebirth. It's you also have green eyes. So bad. Yeah, 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 you know, the haze when they're greenish. The green brings them out. Um, (laughs) And I I love the way I feel in it, in around it. And so, um, I like that. My illustrator created those shoes. I did not own green shoes before. No. And uh, yeah, Alison Olivia, they made a great pump, and I brought it immediately as soon as I saw it. And, and that's the power so of just whatever, you know. the magic of the universe. Find something that's you, and 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 it always keeps you reminded, right? It keeps you on track. That's it the goal. That. Yes, to dive in, dive in, just go for it. So, yep. so, so your green stilettos are pretty much your vision board. Yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah. your totem. Your are important. <laughs> Do them. Do them. What's next, Shante? I mean, when when can we expect? Your short film? The short film will be out this spring. Hopefully, um, yes. COVID's a little bit more under control so that I can walk a red carpet with my amazing cast and we can celebrate. Yes, we'll the be there. Some short festivals. Um, it can manifest into a television series, maybe a part two. We are looking. Uh, I'm here for it all. And it definitely opened up uh, my next journey, which is more directing and producing and writing for television and film. So you tell yeah. them, Shantae. Yeah. All right. We are looking forward to that. Thank you guys so very much for listening. This episode and all episodes of the Junk and Jam Hour can be streamed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts. Google Play Music and simply tell Alexa, play the Junk and Jam Hour. Thank you.